Good evening. This is episode 18 of Worship with a Templar Knight. Let's have a call to worship. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Pray this praise to God. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is highly to be praised. High above all nations, the Lord is exalted, and his glory above the heavens, who is like the Lord our God, who is dwelling on high, and nevertheless he comes down to visit what is in heaven and on earth. He raises the humble from the dust and lifts the poor from the filth to make him sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He makes the barren women fruitful and into a mother who rejoice over their children. Amen. Here's God's law and his will for your life. Our Lord said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that's my joy may be within you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Let's confess our sins. Almighty, eternal God, forgive us our sin and lead us into eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Receive these words of comfort from God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Let's confess what you believe about the Christian faith. faith. Whoever desires to be saved should, above all, hold to the Catholic faith. Anyone who does not keep it whole and unbroken will doubtless perish eternally. Now this is the Catholic faith, that we worship one God in Trinity, and in Trinity and unity, neither confounding their persons nor dividing the essence. The Father was neither made nor created nor begotten from anyone. The Son was neither made nor created. He was begotten from the Father alone. The Holy Spirit was neither made nor created nor begotten. He proceeds from the Father and the Son. Accordingly, there is one Father, not three fathers. There is one Son, not three sons. There is one Holy Spirit, not three Holy Spirits. None is the Trinity is before or after. None is greater or smaller in their entirety. 
The three persons are co-eternal, co-equal with each other. So in everything, as we said earlier, the unity in Trinity and the Trinity in unity is to be worshipped. Anyone then who desires to be saved should think thus about the Trinity. Say this praise to God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, ever shall be, world without end. Amen. At this point in worship, it's time for our catechism lesson. Be uh, four questions today. What do you mean by saying he ascended into heaven? That Christ, while his disciples watched, was taken up from the earth into heaven and remains there on behalf and our behalf until he comes again to judge the living and the dead. Question two, but isn't Christ with us until the end of the world as he promised us? Christ is a true man and a true God in his human nature. Christ is not now on earth, but in his divinity, majesty, grace, and spirit, he is never absent from us. If his humanity is not present wherever his divinity is, then aren't the two natures of Christ separated from each other? Of course not, certainly not. Since divinity is not limited and is present everywhere, it is evident that Christ's divinity is surely beyond the bounds of humanity that has been taken on, but at the same time, his divinity is in and remains personally united to his humanity. How does Christ's ascension to heaven benefit us? First, he is our advocate in heaven in the presence of his Father. Second, we have our own flesh in heaven and sure pledge that Christ, our head, will also take us, his members, up to himself. Third, he sends his Spirit to us on earth as a corresponding pledge. By the Spirit's power, we seek not earthly things, but things above, where Christ is, sitting at God's right hand. It's our catechism lesson for the day that came from the Heidelberg Catechism of 1563. As you listen to these words of ask God to enlighten your mind and heart, Divine Spirit, Illuminate me, the words of the Lord. Show me the wealth of glory that lies beneath the old familiar stories. Teach me the depths of meeting hidden in the songs of Zion. Raise me to the heights of aspiration that is reached by the wings of the prophet. Lift me to the summit of faith that is trod by the feet of the apostle. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Amen. Our scripture reading for today is from Ezekiel chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. 
And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward Jerusalem, and speak against the sanctuaries and prophecies against the land of Israel. And say to the Lord of Israel, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am against you, and I shall draw my sword out of its sheath and cut off from you the righteousness and the wicked, because I shall cut off from you the righteous and the wicked. Therefore my sword shall go forth from its sheath against all flesh from south to north. Thus all flesh will know that I, the Lord, have drawn my sword out of its sheath, it will not return to its sheath again. It's from the Bible, Ezekiel chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. As you make your request to God, uh, pray this pray, prayer. O blessed Lord and Savior, you have commanded us to love one another. Grant us grace that, having received your undeserved bounty, we may love every man in you and for you. We ask your blessings for all, but especially for the friends of whom your love has given to us. Love them, O fountain of love, and make them to love you with all their hearts, with all their mind, and with all their soul, that those things only which are pleasing to you they may will and speak and do. And through our prayers and cold, because our charity is so little fervent, yet you are so rich in mercy. Measure not to them your goodness by the dullness of, your, of our devotion, but as your kindness surpasses all human affection, so let your hearing transcend our prayer. Do to them what is expedient for them according to your will, that they being always and everywhere, ruled and protected by you, may attain in the end to everlasting life. Amen. Let's have a further petition. Um, bow your heads in prayer, personal, your own personal prayer. Uh, pray for the church. Pray for all the missionaries around the world. Pray for all Christians that are being persecuted throughout the world. Pray for the United States of America and the things that are happening here. Pray for Ukraine and pray for Israel.
In closing, pray the words that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, last episode, I gave you a rule for a new brother uh, by uh, Henry uh, Nowen. I gave you rule five. Today, I'm going to give you rule six. That we might be rich. If you're ready to put all you have at the service of others, you seek poverty not for its own sake, nor for contempt or fear, for the good things God gives you, but because you want to contribute something to alleviate the world's poverty, to make even your own passions and possessions available. Remember the words of Paul. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. The community is the place where you want to share daily riches and poverty, energy and weaknesses, joy and sorrow, success and failure, your hope and your doubt that this kind of community can grow. Something of Christ's bond with his Father, and all that I have is yours, and all that you have is mine. Like a poor person without parading your poverty, stand by the poor wherever they live and work. Your first love must go out to the least of these. Don't tie yourself down to the rich and powerful of the world. Get rid of the inclinations to court and great and influential others. Otherwise, uh, you wouldn't deform the image of the church. Put your trust in God. Wait for his mercy. And for all that you need, above all, take Jesus as your riches, the pearl for which you will give everything, your treasure in heaven. Don't be, a rom- don't be romantic about this. Take your part in the simple struggle for the living, but without attacking your heart to what you earn by it. In this way, you will be able to help many people and at that same time be a condemnation of every form of materialism and, or snobbery. Don't suppose poverty consists only in big things. Keep clear of all competitiveness and envy. Treat care the things we possess in common. Be sober and restrained, and don't wait till you are asked outright before giving anything but don't suppose poverty consists only in the things share with the whole world a generous contribution to relieve poverty is a better than a little gift an intelligent and effective effort to fight the causes of poverty is better than almsgiving keep in mind also how much you lack yourself be aware of your own poverty and dare to hold out your hands to receive from others and to learn from them. Yeah, there's a lot there. 
these things. And that's all uh, part of our Templar Knight group as well. Our Knight Templar group. So if you care to learn more about us or care to join us, uh, I'll give you a couple places. Or if you have questions you want to ask, you can uh, go to www.americanightstemplars.com. And again, that's www.americanightstemplars.com. If you want to contact me directly, you can contact me through email at davidr258 at comcast.net. Again, that's davidr258 at comcast.net. Be more than happy to answer questions, and we will pass anything else you have uh, forward to our leaders in our group. God bless you, and have a great evening.